welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fassett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, welcome. This is Gemma, and I'm so happy to be here with you. Oh my, oh my, am I excited. So today, I get to go and do one of the most fun favorite things that I do, which is to go and face paint at a town event. And I love it because it's all about co-creating for me. It's all about co-creating again and again and again and again. Every person who gets in my chair gets a custom design and I just love that I get to work with them to create something that is so unique to that person. Um, it I never would have guessed it could be fun because it seems like it could be scary, like you could not do a well job or, you know, like your your job could be not on point or they ask for something and you don't feel comfortable doing it or confident able to do it. But I have found that if I just plow ahead, I can do portraits of people's pets their horses, um, their favorite, you know, teams that I've never drawn, their symbols, uh, animals I've never even thought of doing, like a zebra. I did a zebra on a kid one day and it looked amazing. So I like this um, ability to just like leap into the unknown and go somewhere. So today's gonna be extra special (laughs) because I cannot find my brushes. So, yeah, I've got to I've got to find my brushes and or find uh stuff I can use instead of my brushes. Um so that's next and uh in the meantime I'm just doing frequency. I'm doing frequency with you. I'm doing frequency with me and my puppies and stuff. I'm raising it and being happy because I'm not going to let misplacing my brushes become like a thing. It just doesn't need to be a thing. And yeah, so um, so life is quite good, and I am just really enjoying. So this is a planet that's been up-leveled to have um, the potential for us to grow as big as we want, as big as we want. There has been up-leveled frequencies. Now, maybe it's like the frequency range of the planet has a limit, but we are well within these limits and we can go, 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 go. Now, we definitely have the ability to go right into unconditional love. So there is no reason to hold back except for, and this is where it gets dicey, your own beliefs, your own beliefs about you, about your life, about your world, about your relationships, your job, money, whatever that is. And those are the things that will keep you from that wonderful frequency. (laughs) So you have to take a good look at your life and say, where am I holding me back? Where am I holding back? 
It is a fascinating, fascinating and simple, simple, simple thing. So many people are complicating it by projecting out their problems and then trying to fix them out on the screen. That's what your environment is. It's a screen. It's like a movie screen. You can't change the movie by walking up to the screen and messing with the screen. It will not change the movie. You could drape a cloth over it, yeah, and not, you know, look at it. That's what people do, <laughs> you know, but you can't change the screen. You can't change the movie via the screen. <clears throat> so where is the projector? Where is the filming? Where is the, where's the creation happening, right? Where is that happening? So for me, I know it happens with a thought. That's where it all starts, it's just with a thought. So what is the thought that is starting the movie for you? What is the thought? Is it I'm not worthy? Is it I love my life? Is it God is love? Is it um, I was abused? What is the thought? You know, like people, like here's one, like interesting, people are pain. So when then every time you're around people, you find pain. Versus when you're alone, you don't. And so you begin to spend more and more time alone. What about I'm never enough? And so you overdo and you make great demands on anyone around you uh, because you're projecting out not enough. It's never enough. You're not enough. I'm not enough. It's never enough. We're not enough. Uh, there's always a lack. So what is it that you're believing and it may be affecting your stuff? And I mentioned the other day that I went back to my childhood experience when um, someone had a birthday. And actually this happens every time my daughter has a birthday and then we discuss if I'm gonna have a birthday and I just say no. And, and then sometimes I want to do something fun because I have all these awesome friends and why not come together? But then I get overwhelmed with the thought of it and I just say no. So I'm now looking back and knowing, knowing that in my childhood with the birthdays that were not, I don't know what you would call that, realized, whether it seemed they were forgotten or um, they just were undervalued or whatever, like um, I, yeah, I didn't feel I was celebrated. And that made me very sad as a kid. And how do I know it made me very sad? How do I know? Because when I addressed it now, when I opened up to become vulnerable, to just be able to look at it and maybe, you know, feel around it, this overwhelming sadness came. And it just made me cry and cry and cry. And while that overwhelming sadness was here, I saw myself when I was five years old, six years old, I saw myself very sad. I saw me. And um, then it just, I don't know, like, you know, it's, it's my job to tell that little girl she does count and she is wonderful. It's not my mom's job. It's not my dad's. It's not my friend's. It wasn't the event. It's my job. So there was a false belief taken in at that point of um, feeling um, a sense of loss <clears throat> and 
Now I can bring that event into this now moment. And we can all do that. We can just bring that event into this now moment and tell that child, rather than joining her there or him there, I want to bring her here to where I'm at, where I'm stronger and better and I'm I'm much more my power. I want to bring her here and I want her to know that she is loved. And I can do that and she's feeling it even right now. I'm seeing this huge grin. I'm seeing this huge smile. And this is the work we can do. Now, I feel in my own experience that I was I was doing this work, but it did aid my work having a daughter. Having a daughter did make things um, easier because I could imagine, right? I could imagine myself at that age. I could feel the, you know, the, I don't know, upsets, you know, at that age. I, I have a daughter who is going through similar things as I went through, and I'm able to do it differently. And in doing it differently and being that conscious to do it differently, I am changing my own past. I am doing me also, but because I can do my daughter and, and it's a, it's a tangible thing to do my daughter, this intangible thing of doing me alone, of doing my five, six, seven year old self, my 12 year old self, my 14, 15 year old self, I can now do that effortlessly because I, I remember number one, and in the remembering, I can bring it now. And in bringing it now, it's as real as working with my daughter. Now, why am I telling you all of this? Because you can do it. You can do it too. And if you're not comfortable doing it and you need someone to hold space, find someone you trust to hold space. As well as I am here. I am here for you. But there are many people who can do this work with you. And it might even be your husband or your wife, or it might even be your best friend. Um, but if it isn't, there are other people who can do it, including myself. So don't let that hold you up. If it feels like uncharted territory and you're not willing to go there on your own, or it's just too weird, just get a hold of someone who will hold space for you and help guide you. It is a powerful, powerful thing to do. Now, this to me has been and can be your sole tool for evolution, your sole tool for the expansion process, because it is that powerful. It is so wonderful and strong. So um, what, is, what is your next step? What is your next step? Your next step is to follow emotion past the projection. Follow emotion back to source thought. And I know we talked about this yesterday or the day before, but just follow it back to the source thought. And you'll know what that is because you're going to feel into it. You're going to be like, oh my gosh, I remember when I started acting out. When did you start acting out and what came before that? Wow. Now, if we can do this for ourselves, think how powerful we will be to do that for our children too, or with our children, for you know, helping and assisting our children to recognize they had a thought. And then they got derailed and they started throwing things around the room. <laughs> and then they got derailed and started having, a, you know, like whining and crying and tantrums. And, you know, it's so demeaning in a way for us to always go to, oh, you're hungry, you're tired. And putting that program in that disengages their ability to follow back to the thought. How many of you get cranky and think, oh, 
I'm tired. Oh, I'm hungry. Oh, I'm cranky because I didn't have my blood sugar or food every two hours. You know, I hear this often. But what if it's not that? What if it's a thought that triggered? And then when we trigger into low frequency, the ego steps in and makes it all about something now, all about some projection or manifestation. And how easy and simple to say, oh, you're just having a mood swing because of your blood sugar, because of you're tired, because you haven't slept enough. It's interesting. What if we no longer gave ourselves permission to have an out and we seriously took ownership of those feelings And when we took serious ownership of those feelings, it became very clear to us that there was a deep-rooted pain, a deep-rooted resistance. And if we followed that resistance back, we could find the source. I don't know, it's pretty cool to me. Because once you find the source, now you can do some serious shifting and transitioning to release the old, embrace the new, and find a joy and happiness like unsurpassed. These things that, these old beliefs you're carrying around, they're like big boulders or rocks, and they're heavy. So if you could put them down and walk away from them, think how much lighter you would feel. And that's, that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. And lighter might be one belief, right? And we're still lugging around 30 other ones, but we just feel the difference. Oh my God, this feels so good. But guess what? The other 30 are going to have their turn. And eventually you'll get to this point where it is fairly effortless to come up to a belief and just say, wow, welcome. Here you are. I've been waiting to know you. I've been waiting to meet you. We've been together for so long, you know, but you know, with these old beliefs that are so hidden, we live with them in a way that is almost like, um, secret, a secret relationship. They're affecting us and we are buying it. And yet it's like on the DL. We are not telling anyone about this. We're not sharing it. We don't even want to consciously know ourselves. So when we do finally meet them, we're like, Oh my gosh, This is wonderful. Finally, I can understand where this comes from, right? Where this comes from. Because for myself with my birthday thing, it wasn't until I followed it all the way back and just thought how it felt. That was the thing. I had to honor that I had an experience and I, what was my takeaway from the experience? It was just like that I didn't count. That was, that was my takeaway. I didn't count. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, that was important and big because I know I count today. So it'd be, it would be so easy to kind of like steer myself away. Well, I know I count, so it doesn't matter. Like, or I know I count, so it couldn't have been that. Um, but no, it was that I didn't know I count. So it just surfaces intermittently, uh, when there is a trigger or a a match frequency. A trigger is a frequency that matches that we are slipping into. So when there's a match frequency and one of those match frequencies is birthday parties for me. So very, very interesting. So what is your match frequency, you know, to your old belief? And how do you see that showing up every day? or every week, or once in a while, how is it showing up? And we know it's showing up when we have moments that make us unhappy. 
moments of experience that we tend to project out like, oh, it's because you didn't do this or it's because you did that. That's what's making me unhappy, but it isn't. It isn't. It's going way, way back because as we clear these old beliefs, we find less and less bothers us. We take care of things. We honor things. We honor people on their journeys. We honor people in their own resistance. We don't try to change people and we don't, um, we don't want to change them. Uh, we love people just as they are. We love them as they are. So very interesting morning. I'm off. So have a wonderful day. I love you so much. Bye now. Mwah. Thank you for joining us on That Happiness Show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at jemmafossett.com or 401-699-6142. Private sessions are available as well as retreats. It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fossett, host of That Happiness Show.